You know, I've been trying to stop saying eat a D so much. Okay. I mean, it's it's probably, it's not a bad thing to not say it. <laughs> are you saying there aren't there there are no significant downsides yeah i, w- I was trying to, to me not saying i did i was debating whether to use four or six double negatives <laughs> I, just, I went with just four Welcome to So Bad It's Bad. It's the podcast that takes the brain out of brainstorming. This is your uh, much beloved co-host, John Lester. And this is your even more beloved co-host, Sonesh Chainani. <laughs> so true. You always so, want to go. Yeah, it is so true. frustrating. I know. And you always want to go last, John. I mean, th- <laughs> that was your mistake. That was my fucking mistake. Um, so this is uh, podcasting in the time of pandemic. Um, it's been... It's been almost two months since he recorded uh, due to um, due to some shit happening. And things have changed. I think we recorded an episode in, in January, Sonesh. Uh, and, and shit has, has changed a little bit in the world. Uh, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Uh, how, is, how is staying at home for pandemic lockdown treating you? Uh, I, I don't think I want to answer that question. Uh, right. I've, the, right, the, new, the, the newest thing that I've done, I just started actually about an hour ago, is I'm recording and posting one song a day of me playing the piano. Okay, and, that's yep, pretty good. A new song every day. And it's not something even that's good. It's like I might just get a book and play something and even if there's mistakes. And I think it's a reminder that stuff doesn't have to be like amazing. It just needs to be not shit. And you just need yeah, to keep there doing it. Yeah, there you go. Right, like one uh, shitty uh, song a day is better. Yeah, so that that's that's kind of what I'm doing. It's a good, I, I feel good about it. All right. Well, here one thing I've done um, is, uh, well, for one, there's like a bazillion fucking members of my family. Uh, all my children and pets and and spouse are here in the house with me all the time, which is which is mostly wonderful. But it makes uh, recording a podcast uh, interesting. So you probably will hear. Uh, people being yelled at in the background during this recording sesh, which is totally fine. Cool. The other thing I did was, um, you know, I, I started thinking, uh, how, how can I give back? You know, how, how can I help support uh, America and the world in its time of need? And so you mean besides uh, producing an episode of So Bad It's Bad, the podcast? Well, I mean, I feel like that's kind of the the you know minimum expected. You know how they say uh, if you're if you're critical. Uh, if you work in a critical industry, please still go to work. I feel like so bad as bad counts as, as, as a critical I, part of the infrastructure. Agreed. In, in Miami, where I am, the phrase is essential for essential business. And uh-huh. I def, this is definitely an essential business. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And the other thing is I, I found a, um, I, I found slash developed a, uh, a character, excuse me, an expert on on coronavirus to, to come on the show and talk with us oh. um and uh and his name is well i'll let him introduce himself uh here hi i'm my name is reinhold dust vagina i'm happy oh. to be on the show is that is that dust vagina with an f dust vagina uh it's dust vagina the way it sounds and the way oh, it feels okay. 
Oh. And I, I want to talk about the president's uh, coronavirus guidelines for America. And I'm doing this, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of a thing I'm doing across the country for for all the the people that exist. That's what they do, you know, people. People exist, Zonesh. It's I, and John. It's not it's not that they're imaginary, which I used to think. What, sorry, what's your what's your position again? I, I'm a local authority. On on uh, I'm a local in, I, I'm a I've I like to think of myself as an authority on the good life and, and some of oh. the bad life too. Uh, but listen oh, wow. here, listen, uh, here, here's what you and your listeners can do. If you feel sick, stay at home. Don't go to work. Don't contact your medical provider or any other kind of provider. No, do contact them actually is what it says. So yeah, I, either, either uh, contact them or don't. It could okay. go either way. Um. Okay. Are, are you a doctor? Do you have any kind of credentials? Because John and I might need to see something uh, in writing or like a CV or something. I, I'm I'm not quite sure how you were booked on this show. I mean, do you have a fax machine? I could send you some very interesting stories about myself, and I think you'll they'll give you the good gist. Um. Okay. Yeah. I I could probably. Uh, dig, I think we have one stored in the attic. I could, let, I could probably... let me say that stories about me spread faster than the coronavirus, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Do you think as an authority on the coronavirus that uh, you should be making kind of cavalier jokes about this global pandemic? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I th- it, it, it is a good question. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the answer. <laughs> My name is Reinhold Dusvaja. I'd like to start this recording over. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let, let's get into it. Our first category is film. And Sonesh, are you familiar with the movie Mean Girls? Yes, I am. I am familiar. Mean Girls is a great movie. It's no? agreed. Amazing. Right. Tina Fey wrote the dang thing. I think it was based on a book, but she wrote the screenplay. Uh, it's all about it's, it's got an amazing cast. Right. Yep. Um, who who else in it? Uh, Lindsay Lohan. You have Amanda Seyfried who plays Karen. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in it. Big names. Ra- uh, Rachel Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams plays yep. the leader of the Plastics, like this yep. clique. Uh, this clique of uh, kind of mean girls uh, in high school, and Lindsay Lohan is kind of the star. Great work by Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Tina Fey herself stars in it as one of the teachers. Amy Poehler's in it, I think. Uh, Anna Gasteyer, uh, Tim Meadows plays the principal, which we'll come back to here. Um, it's got Lizzie Kaplan. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot who about I love. her. She's uh, awesome. Yeah, who's great in it? But anyway, it is it is a well acted, well written, funny, just a just a fucking good movie, right? Agreed. And like and like many good movies, uh, it has been you know followed up. That IP has been further mined, um, and the first. It, I think successfully on Broadway, there's a Mean Girls Broadway show. Um, it just had a good run. Um, I think they're actually, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard they're going to take the Mean Girls Broadway show and turn that into a movie. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so Mike, I don't know what. Uh, 
my kids saw actually this past Thanksgiving, we were visiting friends, uh, one of whom works for the Kimmel Center, Center there, and the kids went and saw Mean Girls with, with some friends, and they loved it. They said it was it was really hilarious. Yeah, so it's supposed to be good. Um, but in in between all these other great follow-ups, there was a Mean Girls 2. So Mean Girls came out in 2004. Uh, seven years later, Mean Girls 2, which is a movie... It, it really is a movie? You're, you're not it, making it's it? It's absolutely a fucking oh. movie. It came out in 2011. Oh, wow. Um, it, it premiered, and this will give you a sense of what kind of movie it was. It premiered not in theaters, but on ABC Family, uh, the okay. channel, <laughs> okay. in, uh, in 2011. Um, the only cast member to return, totally different cast, uh, except for Tim Meadows. Poor Tim Meadows returning as Principal Ron Duvall. Um, the movie was filmed over, like, it looks like a couple of days. The uh, the tagline, if you look up Mean Girls 2 on IMDb, says, The plastics are back in the long-awaited follow-up to the smash hit Mean Girls. And now wow. the click is more fashionable, funny, and ferocious than ever. And so, Nash, let me tell you, that is fucking false. That is incredibly <laughs> false. Uh, my kids watched Mean Girls a few weeks back, and then they're like, oh, uh, here, Mean Girls 2, next recommended thing on Amazon or what the fuck. And we watch it. It was, ooh, 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 ooh. It was not good. It was it was not good, yeah. It was not good. Look, Tina Fey had nothing to do with it. Like, none of the original writing. It was deeply, deeply bad. Was right? it Was it so bad it's... It's bad. I mean, was it the title of the show or did you laugh at all? Or no, I mean, no. It was, it was not it was, it was just... not laughably bad. It was just poorly executed in every way. Oh, dear. Um oh, dear. the uh and the if you look up Mean Girls 2 in Wikipedia, it helpfully notes that the film does not reference the events of the original. So in, in, <laughs> it, it is means... it is yeah, it's a weird sequel. It, it kind of bends the rules for sequels, right? Well, all, Does not. All, it sounds almost like they preemptively <laughs> knew it was going to be bad. So, yeah. so the people in Mean Girls are like, "We want to cash in, but we don't want this to actually relate to the movie because, you know, we want to keep it sacrosanct. So, pay us yeah. a million dollars. You yeah, can exactly. Use, you can use the title, but do your own shit. Just yeah. don't even. So the only it's basically it's basically like if you had heard of the movie Mean Girls and someone gave you like a confused summary of the plot and you were going to remake it. That's what this fucking movie is. Um, so it doesn't reference the original movie. Uh, apart from Tim Meadows playing the the principal, right? None none of the original characters are cast, and a new group of girls call themselves the Plastics, right? But apart from that, it's just kind of a retread uh, and an incredibly shitty one. So, I mean, this to me seems like a, a whole new genre, right? The shitty non-sequel to a great movie, right? The, um, so, so, so basically the non-sequel sequel. Exactly. But yeah, it's got to yeah, be yeah. deeply poorly done. You just kind of yeah. retell the same story, but worse in every way. Uh, so I thought we could talk about maybe what are some amazing, wonderful movies uh, which really deserved the Mean Girls 2 treatment, okay? Sure. So I've helpfully pulled up some lists of, like, one of the greatest movies of all time. And okay. uh, I thought we'd go down and think about, you know, wh which one of these could, could really use use this kind of blessing on it. Let's just, let's just go with a real classic here. Gone with the Wind, maybe. Maybe Gone with the Wind. But, but set in modern times, but there's still slavery. <laughs> <laughs> just... just... Wow! Just are, wow! 
Wow. People are just walking around in normal clothes and going to the mall, but then they go home. Just unexplained. Unexplained. (laughs) And it's never referenced. It's just part of the system. Yeah, that could be. And and it doesn't really address in any like, you know, thematic way this. It's not like an interesting artistic choice. It's just a, a accidental oversight, right? Yes. They've tried to shoehorn that into into modernity. I like that. That's pretty good. What about um uh Lawrence of Arabia, right? Maybe we do a remake of Lawrence of Arabia, um, but with just kind of a a really uh uncharismatic English uh, taxi driver, perhaps, who just kind of drives around uh, offering Arab people rides, uh, <laughs> trying to get them where they're going and, and trying to unify them in that way. I, that, and that I also something. think, yes, and I think uh, it should be kind of like minimalist mumblecore, right? <laughs> so, because because one of the best things about Lawrence of Arabia is, I mean, the soundtrack is off the chain. The music's so good, right? The spectacle. But if this was just a close shot, like with real life sounds of taxi doors opening and closing and no score and no vistas of the desert. And it was called like, <laughs> like Larry of Arabia or something. Uh-huh, that would be, exactly. that would be amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Larry and the Arabs. I love it. I love it. Uh, Citizen Kane. So here, here's what I'm thinking. All right. Again, big tycoon, uh, but not as big. Uh, maybe a, maybe a tycoon of a, of a laundromat. Of, of a successful laundry business and and uh, some uh, small town uh, uh, maybe high school newspaper reporters are looking <laughs> to uncover his the meaning of his strange final utterance um, and it turns out to be a, a uh, transformers toy from his childhood perhaps <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like that yeah citizen Kane 2 uh, is is going to be the title on that one. All right, uh, Silence of the Lambs. But see, I think that's I think that's very. Pl- I feel like even a bad Silence of the Lambs would still be kind of good, right? I mean, all right, let's just think about it. Silence of the Lambs two. How do you make uh, Silence of the Lambs bad? What do we need to take out? What what needs to happen? So so I think again, you got to have all the same element. Like it's really got to tell the same plot, just works, yeah. right? So slightly different serial killer, like not as smart, but still kind of locked up. Another FBI cadet just uh, also trying to get the help of that killer, but the killer's not really that insightful. Maybe <laughs> well, he just spout. What if he, he just he's, like he's like, well, uh, you know, that's not the way I would have killed them. Or what if he says? What if he says stuff? He's like, you know, the wise man finds two birds, and then she's like. <laughs> And then she's like, wait, is that Deepak Chopra? Like, he just recycles yes. truism. Yes. And then yes. she's like, wait, was that in Paolo Coelho's The Alchemist? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's, just... it's all it's all quotes from Who Moved My Cheese. <laughs> and uh, then also yeah, like when that. he's called out, instead of fighting back, he looks mildly flustered and withdraws. I think we solved it. See, it's yeah, teamwork. That's 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 pretty good. Okay, Mean Girls 2, thank you for your your contribution to fucking terrible ideas. Next category, our old friend Reddit. This is is a good question. All right, this is a good question I found on Reddit. Um, What's the best way to find out someone's name after it's been a while and most likely too late to ask? 
This it, this could oh, be this retitled the John Lester life experience. Yeah, you're you're not good with names. I'm very I'm good. terrible with names. Yeah, yeah. So, but before we go into this, do you actually have a strategy that you've used, or do you just say, "Hey, Baba"? Like, I mean, what do you do? So, uh, yeah, I do have a pretty good strategy. It's called getting married. <laughs> it and seems- then. It's 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 some people will say it's a lot of work just to deal with this problem, but this is a big problem for me, and this is a great solution. So now, anytime uh, I have to deal with someone, figure out someone's name, I have it's called have a spouse and then uh, have some food. And so all you do is you walk up to them at like a party or gathering uh, with your spouse, and you immediately put some food in your mouth, uh, and then you inst- you want to introduce them. Right. But you gesture yep. to the food in your mouth and they have to introduce themselves. OK, so that's that's very good. If you I mean, and I'll t- I what I've done sometimes is you. Yeah, you loop a third party in. You don't need the yeah. food in your mouth. You loop a third party in whose name you do know. And yep. you just complete the first half of the introductions. This is Karen. You know Karen's name. And then you just <laughs> then you just trail off, right? Like you just kind of look. See, that seems absolutely they they I feel like they're gonna know at that stage. I think you're giving up the But fact they're not they're not gonna know when you say this is Karen, and then you just put a meatball in your mouth. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. No, no. You walk up, you walk up right before you walk up, you already have food in your mouth. It's not it's not personal to them. Uh, you know, I think that works. That nails it. But this is so bad, it's bad. We there have to be other ways, right? So what about uh, if you if you just what if you just went for it and you're like, so good to see you. I I always I've been telling my friends that you have the most beautiful name. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the person just is like Jennifer or you know what, Michael. And then you're like, I'm just I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. So, wow. so good. So wow. good. So you manage to confuse, bewilder, and irritate them all yeah. at the same time, but you still haven't given the game away. They're just they just now <laughs> now they just think you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they think you're an idiot and they don't like you, but yeah, you know, but yeah. but your secret is safe. That's pretty good. <laughs> and you that's know, the important thing. <laughs> that's the important thing. You know, that reminds me. I have actually done I have done things something similar in practice a few times. Um and it's you ask uh how to spell their name. Oh, by the way, how do you spell your name? <laughs> and, then, and so and that's they're like, usually they're like S A M. I mean, whatever. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it, it's 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 a roll of the dice, right? Because uh, a lot of times it'll work. They'll say like, "Oh, you know, it's like uh, Suzanne with a, a you know a Z in the middle." I'm like, "Oh, okay, gotcha." You know, it could have been whatever. Uh, but sometimes I'll be like, "Just the usual way." I'm like, "You fucking asshole! Don't <laughs> give me this usual business." Or they get confused. I'm like, you know, and it's like, yes, it's uh, S A M. Did you, did you? Why is there another way to spell it? Then you have to be like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I have a friend Sam that has a silent T in the front, um, and you have to go with that. That can get awkward. Love it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there something with skywriting? Ste- yes. You know, uh, honestly, uh, <laughs> steal their wallet. <laughs> Just, oh, steal their wallet's a good one. Just become a pickpocket. So instead of yeah. actually learning to develop your memory, spend hours on like street magic and, you know, leisure domain and sleight of hand, and then That's just pretty pick good. people's pockets. That's pretty good, right? That is pretty good. And it's got other ancillary benefits. Yeah, because you can steal their cash or what, what. Oh, I mean, 
Is that what you were thinking? I'm like, I mean, yeah, you can make I'm some money. You can, yeah, exactly. You could, you know, it's like a side job, although not a great one these days, but still, it's a, it's a pretty good <laughs> side job in general. Yeah, um, in general. All right, I think skywriting has potential. I'm not. Uh, oh, maybe like a bonding exercise. Um, so we're gonna. <laughs> we're, you just loop in five people and you say we're now gonna yell out our name and then do a trust. That's ball. exactly what I had in mind. That's literally <laughs> what I had in mind. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you just get a bunch of people to scream out their name as some kind of bizarre uh, trust exercise. But, but they and, can't like, just scream out their exercise. name. They have to screen out their name and then do an actual trust fall. Otherwise, yeah, it's not yeah, a trust exercise. It's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. And knowing their name will inspire a little bit more trust, I would think, than, Agreed. than the prior situation. Okay, Agreed. trust falls is the answer to this question. Very good. Yes. Okay, next category, imaginary monsters. So okay. this popped up on my news feed uh, in Apple News, and it was an article. Uh, the, the headline of the article, which <laughs> caused, caused a, a little bit of confusion for me, was... 10 myths about Godzilla that some fans still believe. <laughs> and <laughs> so good. It's it's a confusing headline because it's not, Godzilla's not fucking real. And so it's uh, uh yeah. Um and so what <laughs> what what do you I mean I of course I didn't read the article, but what kind of myths uh, my my fans still believe after all this time so much after the <laughs> CDC has put out all these like you know fact checks and frequently asked questions about Godzilla what what kind of myths do you think people are still I, believing? Well, I I would love it if they were they were sort of like um almost like mild mannered things like fans believe that Godzilla once tweeted something mean about King Kong <laughs> false. He never did that. He is a respectful, you know, like yeah. it has to be kind of like minor infractions where you're taking yeah. you're taking the premise of Godzilla as, you know, that's the bedrock. But then if, you know, someone accuses him of doing something kind of shady, that's when you get offended. I like it. Uh, that's pretty good. Or, um, you know, Godzilla, not a fan of peanut butter. as many <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, he can play the piano. You know, the things that are... <laughs> that is true. Let's move on to uh, another Reddit question. This is a wild question. Not because it's particularly surprising, given what we know of human nature. But, uh, but, but how many similar questions there are. So the question is, what's the best way to completely ruin someone's life anonymously? Mm. Now, first of all, yikes, right? Uh, yeah. But I, I, I wrote down this this as a potential thing for us to discuss, uh, just the question. And I had to Google it to find the actual, like, you know, Reddit um, page. And mm -hmm. so I Googled that question along with the word Reddit. And it popped up, like, 50 questions that are similar that people have asked on Reddit. What's the best way to legally and viably ruin someone's <laughs> life? What's the one way you've ruined someone's life and didn't feel guilty? Have you ever legally ruined someone's life as revenge? What's the easiest way to destroy someone's life? What's the easiest and quickest way to do destroy what, someone's do, life? Do you, know what I, do you know what I love about all these is the different variations of the questions tell you <laughs> yeah. so much about the person asking, right? Because someone's like, what's the easiest? It's like, you lazy piece of shit. You can't even <laughs> exactly. spend time. And then someone yeah. else is 
like, how do I ruin someone else's life and not feel bad about it? Basically. Exactly. Like, how, so that person, I mean, I'm not even going to go there. And then some yeah. of them are like, what is the most viable and official? <laughs> You're like ec- an economics professor. Yeah, exactly. like trying to, it's just so hilarious. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, how to ruin someone's life with only their phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is amazing. That is so, amazing. All right, here let's let's uh, brainstorm here. This person needs some help. What's the best way? The best way, Sonash, to completely ruin someone's life anonymously. Uh, I don't have an exact exact specific, but I think the obvious would be, uh, you know, anonymous messages, right? So emails, texts, uh, things to people. Because the thing with the phone is you can reach people, everyone in someone's life, so kind of efficiently, right? Oh, that's so true. You know what I mean? Like a send all of some compromising photo or something or nasty text to every single person on your phone. I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. See, I would want to take it in the opposite direction. So I, instead of doing something bad, uh, how about building someone up that you, they think something amazing has happened to them, but it in reality hasn't like, and the obvious one is like, get, have them win some money, but people are pretty clued in about, uh, you know, uh, scams where you appear to have won money. So I think that yeah. would be tough to pull off. But Agreed. what about an elaborate plan where uh, they get selected to be on some TV show, right? Uh, or, uh, or otherwise just kind of get a taste of fame, right? Their uh, recipes, like whatever, whatever they're into, right? Say they're into recipes. You like have like some uh, producer uh, Ellen reach out and say that she really wants to like have you on the show to do uh, a recipe. Right. And you just keep this going and get this person talking to everyone they know about how they're going to be on Ellen uh, for this amazing recipe that Ellen loves. And so you do a phone. it's, it's, this is as opposed to, as opposed to kind of like humiliation, this is dashing your hopes, right? Yeah, exactly. This is, I think that you're on the right track because to me, this is just crueler than embarrassment, right? <laughs> exactly. Like em- embarrassment, you're like, oh shit, everyone's seen my dick or something. But this is right. like someone has made you, oh, horrible, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's terrible. Uh, yeah. I like that. Um, just give them, give them a taste of something. What if, uh, what if we combined it? What if we combined it with embarrassment, right? <laughs> so you build them up and then they walk on, they think they're like, look, walking onto Ellen and it's all their friends and family seated there watching their reaction. You yeah. Know what I mean? And a, can... next to a picture of their dick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, folks. Here on So Bad, uh, It's Bad, which is the name of, of the podcast that we're doing right now, apparently, <laughs> um, which I'm, I'm just catching up to. Here on So Bad, It's Bad, we don't, we don't do paid advertising. Uh, instead, we ask you fine people, our listeners, to give a little bit of support to people that need it. Uh, and now it's a fucking uh, a good time to think about doing that. So uh, we, we highlight a, a kind of charity or nonprofit that's making the world a better place in each episode. And given uh, the pandemic, uh, I wanted to, we, we thought it'd be nice to highlight uh, a group called Partners in Health. So Partners in Health is a, a works around the world to provide um, healthcare for people in, who are the most vulnerable in the world. Um, and they're in particular doing 
uh, spearheading a big uh, COVID-19 response right now, targeting people uh, that are going to be disproportionately affected. Um, So the most vulnerable uh, countries with weak health systems are likely to get hit the hardest. Uh, So uh, Partners in Health is launching a big comprehensive effort to support uh, this response across a network of supported countries around the world to contain and control the virus, ensure that patients are provided with dignified care, and to demonstrate to the world what aggressive action in vulnerable settings can achieve. So please consider donating to Partners in Health. Um, they have a very simple web address, which makes it super duper easy. It's PIH for partnersinhealth.org. PIH.org. Sonash, are you ready to talk about a celebrity who needs our, our help desperately? I, I am. All right. This, this one... This one is one I've been kind of looking forward to. I've had it on the brain for a while. And it's his name is Randy Quaid. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, and, you know, when you got Randy on the brain, you got you to gotta do something to exercise that particular demon. So, wait, 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 so quick, sh- quick question, because this will yeah. inform how I proceed. Is, yeah. he, uh, is he alive? Or? Randy Quaid's very much alive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He is alive. Show. He is active on Twitter. Um, he is wow. He he is, he is a, a big Trump supporter on Twitter. Oh my! Um, okay. Yeah, uh, he is. He's and he's had, you know, a, a colorful run. So tell tell me, Sanesh, if you would talk to me about what you know about Randy Quaid, because I learned some things. I learned some fucking things. He was in uh, Kingpin and a lot of the National Lampoon movies, right? <laughs> yeah, that that so that was mostly my experience too. There you go, you got I it. I think I think that might be all I can say for him. Uh, and he has a very expressive face. Let's just say yeah, that. okay, okay, all right. Um, and he's he's got a a similarly famous and probably more famous brother, correct? Uh, Dennis Quaid, of course. Um, a, I think a more a more famous, significantly more famous and attractive brother. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't, if somebody gives you a choice between two things, you don't want to end up getting the Randy. No. You want no. the Dennis yes, uh, in general in life. Um, here are some things I did not know about this motherfucker. All right. Uh, I did not know that uh, he was been nominated for, among several other awards, an Academy Award. I did not know that. Really? No. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Last Detail? This 70s movie yes. with. Um, Oh my God! He, yeah, uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Yep, yep. Oh, I think I forgot that. Holy yeah, moly. That's uh, a great so, movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. He got an Academy Award nomination uh, for Best Supporting Actor for that. Got a Golden Globe Award and a uh, nomination oh. and a BAFTA nomination for that. Um, he's played in the seventies. He, he played in a lot of like uh, pretty pretty badass movies. He's he won a Golden Globe Award and was nominated for an Emmy. Uh, for his uh, portrayal of LBJ and uh, oh. LBJ the early years in the 80s. Um, okay. Wow. Uh, which is pretty wild. That is uh, wild. And uh, yeah, just like a pretty serious acting career there for, for a good while. Uh, was discovered by Peter Bogdanovich. What? Uh, and and did a lot of work uh, with uh, Peter Bogdanovich uh, movies. Um, uh, in the day, kind of nutty, wild, yeah, totally yeah. In nutty. this, okay, so you know, ha- has it been working a lot lately? A, a common theme for the folks we feature here on Celebrity C- Career Plan hasn't really been putting in 
uh, time in front of the old camera yep. too much in the last decade or so. Um, I can tell you that much really dropped off and, and might have something to do with some of the personal issues he's been going through. Uh, so let's just talk about those going back about a decade here, 2009, Randy Quaid and his wife were arrested for allegedly defrauding an innkeeper in Santa Barbara, California <laughs> by using an invalid credit card to pay a $10,000 bill. Okay. Wait, okay. Quick question. D- yeah. Is he also a time traveler? Cause you just went back into the 17th century <laughs> met an innkeeper. <laughs> Are they- I was like, Oh, That's it's true. Yeah. Also, it's sixteen thirty four, yeah. and Randy Quaid. Yeah. Okay, he okay, was he it. was given he was he was given a quest to slay the local dragon uh, <laughs> in that inn. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so it. yeah, he's arrested. Like Sonash arrested uh, for for defrauding an innkeeper for refusing to pay his uh, bill. They were released on bail. Uh, subsequently, paid most of the bill. All right. Uh, starts a long-running legal drama again over staying at a fucking inn in Santa Barbara. Long-running legal drum- drama. Uh, repeatedly failed to appear in court. Warrants are issued for their arrest. Right? They eventually appear in court, where uh, the case is finally dismissed for lack of evidence. Right? Um, against Randy. Against Randy. His wife, Evie Quaid. Uh, however, I pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor count of fraud and has three years of probation, right? And a bunch of community service. Okay. Um, let's, 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 cut, let's roll it forward a year. September 2010, Quaid and again his wife, Evie, are charged with burglary after they spent five days occupying the guest house in a vacant home that they once owned in Santa Barbara. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, okay. You used to live there. The house has a guest house. You're going to stay at that guest house uh, after you don't live there no more. Uh, and you get charged with burglary for it. They're not good at sa- in Santa Barbara no. is one kind of lesson. No. Uh, the Quaid's claim the home was wrongfully transferred to a third party by the use of a forged signature. Uh, warrants are arrested for their arrest. They fail to <laughs> appear in court. Uh, they f- forfeited their bail. Okay. They now uh, escape literally fucking escaped to Canada, right? They moved to Vancouver. Randy Quaid is escaping to Canada? Yeah, that is correct. Uh, So a month later, they escaped to Canada, Vancouver, where they sought asylum protections under the Canadian Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, stating that they feared for their lives in the United States. So they are refugees from the United States to Canada. This seems like a very broad definition of asylum seeking. (laughs) The most generous <laughs> definition. Uh, 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 I I have misused some of the property that I used to own, and I am I am now feared for my life from that third world country, the United States. I, I'm going to Canada. Exactly. All right, border authorities arrested the couple for their outstanding warrants in the U.S. Right. Uh, Quaid's wife, Evie, managed to get Canadian citizenship because uh, of uh, pa- her parents were Canadian. Um, and uh, Randy failed, sought and failed to get permanent resident status. Um, so they, uh, then their, their legal, <laughs> their legal trouble starts with the Canadians because he refuses, he like fails to check in as a non-resident, right? Uh, he sues the U.S. State Department for revoking their passports. Uh, he gets deported, Right. Uh, or rather, rather, he is notified he was to be deported. Uh, and then they drove across the Canadian border into Vermont. 
Um, and they are now hanging out in Vermont, right? Where they are essentially cannot leave because they're pending an extradition procedure ordered by the state of California, right? So the Vermont judge found some irregularities, voided the extradition request, right? So they can now live in Vermont, but they cannot leave Vermont because they will get arrested (laughs) and sent to California. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So this is this is what Randy Quaid's been doing. He has run from California uh, to Canada and then run from Canada and California to Vermont, where he is now legally restricted. Where Yeah, where he's basically a prisoner of the state of Vermont, <laughs> who I'm sure does not really want him. This guy yeah. is clearly not wanted in many jurisdictions in the Northern Oh, Hemisphere. man. Randy, Randy Quaid, Jesus. Academy Award nominee Randy Quaid. Okay. Now, again, big fan of Trump, this guy. Uh, six foot four with a big beard. And all of him loves loves uh, the deal uh, the, the current president of the United States is doing with this here, um, this here virus. Uh, one, of the, one, of the, uh, uh, <laughs> one of his tweets, just give you a flavor, um, <laughs> back from March 12th is, and this was obviously right after Tom Hanks announced, he had tested positive for coronavirus. The Tom Hanks thing smells like a... Juicy Smollett thing, that dude who like faked uh, getting attacked, and it's got Michelle Obama written all over it. <laughs> That's right. Randy Quaid is claiming that Tom Hanks has pretended to get coronavirus uh, with Michelle Obama's help. <laughs> By uh, the way, I'm I'm glad you specified Jussie Smollett or whatever it was the yeah. guy with the scandal because I just heard a juicy Smollett. <laughs> And I was about to Google on my phone what a Smollett was. It's a juice Smollett. It's a juice. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. So, yeah, that, that yeah. tweet's batshit insane. Yeah. Uh, so so we, have, we have a crazy person, probably, but, like, you know, who's gotten some trouble with the law, as, as many, of, many of our acting professionals do. You know, it's, it's kind of comes with a career, one could argue. What are we gonna do? What 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 can Randy do now? I think he's screwed. I don't know if there's any hope for this dude. All right, let me pitch some to you. Okay, Lion King, live action Lion King, starring Randy Quaid. But they do it with that cat's treatment, where it's like CGI. <laughs> so I, yeah. Okay, and would it just be called Lions or something like that? How about Lion Quaid? The Lion, <laughs> the, the Lion, Lion Quaid. The Lion Quaid is good. I like that. Yeah, uh, the Lion Quaid. So that I think that that would get him more on the acting gig. Now it's going to have to be filmed for obvious reasons, all in Vermont. Now all that mocap is taking place in Vermont. So it's got it's a boon to the to the film industry in Vermont now. So, uh, so I think so that's the, good. The ta- it's basically going to be like the taglines. It's like cats. But with lions and in Vermont. <laughs> and, Randy, and Randy Quaid. <laughs> and Plus Randy Quaid. Also, comma, Randy Quaid, period. Yeah. Uh, and then parentheses, not Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that's that's a pretty good kind of acting gig, I would say. Uh, I but I think look, he can't I, I don't think he is his true future, right? Lies just in acting. One of the things that's happened, which I think uh, here at So Bad It's Bad, we should celebrate more, 
is the rise of lifestyle brands. And, and by far the most successful that I know of, of these is that goop nonsense done by what's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's become a big thing. Yeah. And, and her lifestyle brand is really taking off. Yes. And including up to and including a sale of a candle, a very successful sale of a candle that smelled when you uh, burned it like her vagina. Um, so I, look, why should Gwyneth get all, all that glory, all that revenue, Sonesh? Uh, I think it's time for the Randy Quaid lifestyle brand. Okay. <laughs> right? Uh, and I'm thinking this will be multi, multi-dimensional, multimedia, right? So we'll sell, we'll sell uh, kind of beard waxes, right? We'll sell, sell shaving kits. Uh, probably not for your face, though. Uh, you know, it could be like an app. It lets you know, hey, Randy's about to shave his balls. You can shave your <laughs> balls at the same time as Randy and use the same kind of razor blade, right? So is this all done? So, okay, because let's backtrack. One of the prerequisites for being a kind of influencer or lifestyle yep. brand, right, is that you, first of all, you have to have influence, right? Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my query is, uh, who who is the fan base who's kind of looking up randyquaid.com and being like, what does what does Randy have going on? I want to know. Uh, two words, Sonesh. If you build it, they will come. Okay. But, but will they? <laughs> I think they will. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you this. Uh, the dude has 182,000 followers on Twitter. Wow. So, okay. That's not so, nothing. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's more than, than this podcast has, for example. Right. Randy Quaid, Wait. if you're listening and you'd like to come on, we'd love to have you be a great guest. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and we can, we can come to you in Vermont if it's easier. Uh, that's no, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, one day. How, how uh, long has he been in Vermont? You know, probably a good five years, I would think. Yeah. Based oh on the God. timeline. That is crazy. Um, yeah. You know, he could he could expose fake news, which is a big passion of his. He could sell some some sweet sweet merch and uh and could really really get his message out there. His powerful powerful Randy <laughs> Quaid uh, uh, message. message which none of us are really that that sure on. No. No, not sure, that sure on. I mean, I I'm pretty sure he's anti-California, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think he likes, uh, you know, paying for things based on uh, based on this innkeeper story. He's probably anti innkeepers <laughs> in general. Yeah, I think yeah. Ho- innkeepers and hoteliers. He's just not. Yeah, it's just fuck, fuck them, fuck the people that have hotels. <laughs> what you know? What what if his shirt, his signature and most popular brand shirt, just said "fuck innkeepers"? Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I would, I would, I would wear that all day with pride. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. so good. That'd be a good lifestyle thing. Um, Randy Quaid, uh, please, please hit us up. You know, we'll uh, we'll we'll reach out to Randy on, on the Twitterverse and see yeah. if we can we can get him. Uh, tweet but, at us. Yeah, tweet at us because uh, I think uh, well we need to come up with a name for the Randy Quaid experience. Probably, I think Quoop. What about Quoop? <laughs> it's yeah, like Quoop, Quoop, Quoop is but, good. Yep. I think, yeah, and, but. And there'll be absolutely no copyright and trademark issues. <laughs> no, with definitely not. None. What? I mean, what? Not in Vermont. There, won't. you get a friendly, <laughs> you get a friendly judge in Vermont. I think we're fine. Oh dear. All right, folks. Uh, that 
that is a show. That's what we call an episode of a podcast. We're going to try and do some more of these uh, now that we're all stuck at home and, and you're stuck at home with really probably nothing better uh, to do than to listen to, to us dummies. Um, if you are listening to this, please uh, give us a like, give us a good review uh, on your podcast app. Uh, subscribe to us there, or you can go to our website. It's so bad. It's bad.com. Um, if you like the show, tell somebody, you know, use one of those social networks we're uh, being hounded onto, you know, get, hop on your Zoom call maybe and, and uh, talk about it. You know, you can always tweet your sport with uh, hashtag so bad it's bad. Uh, or actually just follow us on so bad it's bad cast is our Twitter handle. And most importantly, send us uh, your questions. Uh, we we are here to help. We're here to help you brainstorm uh, the best ideas that are real bad, real bad. Uh, you can email us at ideas at sobadisbad.com. I'm John Lester. And I'm Sunesh Chenani. And we're out.